Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Night, Ryan Girdler and Tony Squires with a beautiful whiff of finals hanging in the air. Girds tells us who wins and why. Plenty to play for in the PM's game against PNG. Jake Friend joins us. And the man voted the most courageous player in the AFL, Swan Luke Parker, on how the Swans beat the Cats. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Yes, hope you're enjoying your Wednesday evening, Ryan Girdler. Hello and welcome to you. Hello, Tony. Do you think if they had the most courageous radio announcer, you'd be, you know, on the dais? Uh, no, I'd no. be well back in the auditorium. You would be. Applauding whoever it was. You'd be hosting the night. Yeah, yeah. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Avoiding paper cuts. Just <laughs> 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 lovely to work with you again on a Wednesday evening. Oh, nice to see evening. you too, Yeah, Tony. very nice. It's usually a Saturday. We're, mm. we're much friendlier with each other. We are. Uh, I, look, I obviously didn't warn you. You are going to have to pick who wins and why. Uh, that will happen very shortly. Great. This weekend, this weekend in terms of footy, where does it rate for you? Well, I mean, as a spectator, it's the best weekend to watch because the the four of the uh, the best teams that have actually put themselves in a position to to get to the game that you know it's the holy the grand final is the holy grail, yep. isn't it? And and at the end of that, you know, that's what you've been working for all season. But this game, you can smell it. And it's not just about you know getting there, being allowed then to obviously uh, play in the grand final. It's about what the grand final week brings, Tone, because yep. there's so much to the grand final week. You almost training and all those other parts of what you normally do preparation wise. So you go out the window and there's fan days and yep. there's obviously grand final breakfast. And it's just the whole week. You've got to get in a grand final as a player just to experience that. And then, obviously, the big finish at the end, you get the opportunity to, to win one, and that's just um Do you just, as a player, ca- kind of just float along during that grand final week? There is, as you say, there's a lot of stuff that gets in the way. I mean, the Dally M's as well, uh, there's those great things that are you know exciting of their own, but you yep. also do have to stay focused on a pretty big game of footy. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it depends. We didn't... It's just, you're going to be ready for a grand final. You prepare, so you don't really need to think about it too much. So we were actually just pretty relaxed about it and just able to enjoy the week. That comes down, I think, to the coach and also, you know, we were underdogs, so I think we were $3.20 to go in against the Roosters. So there wasn't a lot of pressure on us and we went to the grand final breakfast. You get to see the opposition and and they probably look a little bit nervous because there was a little bit of pressure and expectation on those guys. So the way we did it was a, a really enjoyable, relaxing way, but that's not the same for every team obviously. Sharks, Cowboys, Storm Raiders, they are all still there they play off uh, this weekend as Gerd says, it's a huge weekend of footy, the Swans obviously, GWS as well. It's massive, the show is massive, stick around, it is the Rush Hour on Triple M for Nicorette Quick Mist This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief News only is directed. It's a rush hour on Triple M. Ryan Girdler and Tony Squires with you on this Wednesday evening. We are just a couple of days away from what will be a sensational uh, week of finals, getting to uh, two teams into that grand final. Uh, the Sharks take on the Cowboys Friday, Allianz Stadium. And, of course, the Storm and the Raiders at Amy Park in Melbourne is the Saturday fair. Both of them are... Lip smacking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ryan Girdler. Uh, let's talk. Let's go through these games because, as we said, it's just one of those great weekends of footy. We are going to catch up with Jake Friend uh, in a little while, who's going to be playing for the PM's thirteen and Luke Parker from the Sydney Swans. But let's just have a think uh, think tank about these games of football. Who do you like and why? 
Well, look, uh, on, on, the, on the Friday night, there couldn't be two better matchups going into yeah. this, Tony, because, I mean, both sides, uh, the underdog, which is obviously the Sharks on the Friday and the Raiders on the Saturday, both won the last starts against the opposition. Yep. Uh, I remember the Sharks game against the Cowboys. It was a bit of a shutout, 13-10, last time they played at Southern Cross Stadium down there in the Shire. And um, look, they were, uh, Jonathan Third, all the players were available, and they just found a way to shut uh, the, the North Queensland Cowboys down. I like the fact that, look, for me, the Cowboys have been going in fifth gear now for the last two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to go hard down there in Melbourne, a lot of travel in between. Last week's doozy against the Broncos, 90 minutes of yep. just absolute off their feet. So for them to emotionally and physically get back up for this game when they've had the Sharkies who had a, bra- a courageous win down there against Canberra, no Gallon, no Wade Graham, yep. um, and those guys coming back into the side, the confidence that that will give them and the week off rest at this time of year and playing in Sydney where, where it should be a full house at Allianz with the Sharkies fans going crazy, if it's not now, Tone, mm-hmm. when is it? So, uh, so I think... Uh, the Sharks uh, should have enough energy and there sh- certainly should be uh, enough drive in the in the team to get them through to the gr- first grand final since, I think, 97. So I'm going to tip an upset on Friday and go with the Sharks. 97 being the, the Super League. Super era. League grand final. Otherwise, they've got to go back to, I think, 78 mm-hmm. uh, in the replay with Manly. They, they you know draw and then a loss. Well, Jonathan Thurston has come in. Obviously, uh, he was at the first half. You could see he was struggling yeah. at the weekend. It's since revealed he was pretty crook. Had, had needles. He was nauseous. He lost about five or six kilograms. Yes. And, uh, so he looked, and his face looked a bit better doing media yesterday. So that is a, something slightly difficult for the Sharkies. Absolutely. The other thing is difficult is the other JT. Now, Paul Gallen, uh, who, of course, has is, is resigned for another year with the Sharkies, he goes up against Jason Tamalolo. Yeah. That man is ridiculously good. The thing, I, I, he is. He's in the form of his, his career, and we all, uh, we've watched it sort of develop over the last two or three seasons, and he's come on, and, um, yeah, he's absolutely in great form. The the positive thing from the, from the Sharks' point of view is... He he only plays about 50 minutes a game. Yep. So he's not. he has a big rest in the middle of the field, and, that, and the Sharks need to. And that's, I think, when they really need to be smart. They need to go out early, weather the storm. They're a big, aggressive pack, Cronulla, and they can certainly go with... I'm not sure whether Matt Scott's going to play for the Cowboys. He, he's busted. You can see they're, they're at the end of their tether, the Cowboys, physically. Yep. You can just see it. And if the Sharks can go with them for the first 20 minutes and keep Tom Malala on that, when they go off for their first spell and then put a few points on and then try and contain them when they come on for their second spell, they should have the energy. They, they should have the drive, as I said, Tone. And, and I believe they've got the side. And with the week off, the confidence they get out of winning down there against Canberra... Surely they've got, a, they've got to be a yeah, good chance. got to be a good chance. You know, but they, there's they, no you, such thing as a, a hoodoo, but the Allianz Stadium thing for the Cowboys is, of course, against the Sharkies, it was the seven tackle. Yeah. It was a hand of four, and mm. it was the alleged forward pass to uh, Jonathan Thurston in that try. It so was a forward they, pass. It was a forward pass? That one was, yeah, okay, well, right. in that comeback. But, I mean, look, good news for the Cowboys. And, uh, and look, how can you write off... The Cowboys, they're such a they're such a brilliant side. I just think it might be too much. They do get Kane Linnett back, which I, which is a really big in for him because he runs a great line on that left side over there with Cooper and Thurston. That's their best attacking side. Bowen will go into the wing position, and Young Ponga, who was oh, fantastic last week. He will be omitted from the side, and um, that's he, he that's didn't travel with him though. He will that, be, yeah, yeah, but that's good in for him, and um, and and as we said, Matt Scott. Well, not sure he's been named, but we'll have to see. The other guy that's obviously not going to be playing for him is Low, and he's been amazing for him this year. Nine tries between him and Cooper, eighteen tries on both sides. It's such an attacking platform that not many other sides have. Having 
prolific try scorers in their back row. So they really miss him, although Hess is a really good player. What about the, the Ricky Stewart uh, talking at the, the Raiders presentation night, uh, I think on Monday evening. Now, he didn't. He thought it was just kind of behind closed doors. It wasn't going to get out, obviously. Sure uh, he did. There was. <laughs> were a few cameras. But he got emotional. He was reading a, 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 was a letter from Mal Meninga yep. and talking about those past legends of the, the Raiders and how you know they were supportive of this side. This is something he received before Saturday's game. And, you know, he had the, the lower lip was quivering, which is great because we love seeing Ricky Stewart on the sideline. We love seeing the passion that he mm. has and just writ large for all to see. I love it. He then, of course, said the immortal words, we will win yeah. on Saturday uh, and we will win the grand final. Mm. Uh, that's a big call, isn't it, to say those words out loud. This time of year, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, look, it's tough. We're going yeah. as underdogs. But he's actually put well, it out there. I, I think internally you're saying that we're going to win as yeah. players and the coaching staff. So the fact that it got out, look, I don't think Ricky would be too worried about that. You know, it's um, he gets he's an emotional coach, Ricky, and he knows what it takes to be successful at this level. He's won grand finals before. So whether or not that was part of his strategy going in, I don't know. But I don't think there's uh, Melbourne Storm, um, there's a side that could go down there and be more confident against beating a, a rested Melbourne Storm than the Canberra Raiders. Melbourne Storm, well, they like their control. They're a controlling team that like to dominate the ruck. But the Raiders, the, the, the sides that Melbourne hate playing against are sides of big, strong sides that run really hard and don't allow the wrestle because you're just they're just too strong and yep. too powerful. So the Raiders do that. Last time these guys played, I remember the game, it was in Canberra, but the Raiders won, I think, like 22 to 8. And that's as bigger deficit as you can put on Melbourne. They don't allow a score much bigger than that. And that's that's a a flogging. It is for Melbourne. (laughs) I don't think... I think there's half a dozen sides that got to 20 points against the Storm this year. So they don't like the way that the Raiders play. The fact that they were able to overcome the injuries last week to Hodgson and to Austin and then get up and and beat Penrith, who were in form. They didn't play well, but the Raiders still had to go out and get the job done. I think they've got another gear or two to go. If Ricky can get that out of them this week down there, Cooper Cronk's 300th game. Milestone game in a huge game of football. They do that better than anyone, the Melbourne Storm. But I just think that the Raiders are the sort of side that can go to Melbourne and just sneak away with a win. And then, for me, it's going to be a Raiders... Sharky's grand final. Wow. I think that's fantastic. How good would that be for the game? Oh, that would be amazing. That would be so, enormous. Yeah, I'm going the two underdogs. The whole thing is when history happens, that's the, the what the NRL is pushing, and that would be a bit of history in the making if it were to happen. There you go. There's the call from Ryan Gurler right here on the Rush Hour, Triple M. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. It's the Rush Hour. Ryan Gurler, just an apology uh, for not ringing what? you on your birthday. To say happy birthday. Oh, that's okay, Tony. Mm-hmm. No problem. Really? Do you feel bad about it? Yeah, I feel very bad. Do you about really? It. Yeah, of course I do. Did uh, you get any nice gifts? Yeah, my wife gave me a uh, well. It's you know, it's a leading gift, Tony. You know, so like w- when we finish the a the leading season, gift. Yeah, so it's obviously a, li- a gift that's we can both use. So it's a holiday. Uh, she got oh, me like, like a when Homer Simpson gave Marge a bowling ball with Homer written on there it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's gift. a gift. Oh, it's a holiday. Oh, am I going on holiday? No, we are. <laughs> Oh, so it's a leading gift. That's correct. But yeah, got some really nice gifts. And it's all about, you know, the girls walk in with a cake and sing happy birthday in the morning. It's, yeah. uh, it was a nice day, Tone, but well, the girls yeah, I was a little in. upset. What about the call. wife and kids? Uh, time for the- Not just tiles and bathrooms. ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre. Your one-stop renovation shop. abltilecentre.com.au Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Sports Update. Gold Coast star Greg Bird claims video footage and witnesses will clear his name following an alleged incident at a northern New South Wales pub at the weekend. 
Ken Bird, uh, believed to be on his last chance at the Titans, has denied any wrongdoing after the group was rejected entry to the venue. Uh, Bird said on Instagram that he'd left the premises. Someone of the, from the party stayed, got into a physical altercation. Uh, me, along with everyone else, he wrote, in the group ran in to separate the two involved and no one else threw any punches. There's footage and witnesses to verify this. That story obviously will continue. Paul Gallen, as we mentioned earlier, could join Andrew Eddingshausen as a 300-game one-club player with Cronulla after re-signing with the Sharks uh, today. Skipper Gallen has committed to a 17th NRL season with uh, Cronulla after signing a new one-year deal. Uh, 35 years old, played 277 games with the Sharkies uh, since his debut in 2001. He says 2017 will likely be his last year. So it's a good deal for him, though, isn't it? And good for the Sharkies. That's a, that, I mean, 17 years, Tony. That's a, that's a long time, and he's, he's had some injuries, and he was in last week, and his back's... He's probably starting to see some signs now that uh, start pulling him up. But, uh, yeah, what an effort and what a player. And, gee, wouldn't that be sweet if he could go out with one under his belt? Yeah. He was saying nose hair was one of the things that was concerning him in terms of, you know, (laughs) longevity. His earlobes were were growing. (laughs) Titans fired Josh Hoffman. Maybe heading to Parramatta. Uh, according to uh, FoxSports.com. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Is he or not? I don't know. I said okay. maybe. Well. After missing out. I'm just the sports update reader. Okay. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the guy who reads it out. Do you ring up Jim Wilson and go, I'm sorry? Why don't you just say that he's heading? It's just a little bit more exciting for the people if you say he's actually heading to Parramatta. Okay. You're better off rolling the dice and okay. getting it wrong than just saying he might be. Well, he might not be. Okay. Titans flyer Josh Hoffman is heading to Parramatta without a shadow of a doubt. They're used to disappointment, the Eels fans. <laughs> <laughs> and next sports update will be, Josh Hoffman is not heading to Parramatta. <clears throat> there you go. German goalkeeper has been arrested after letting in 43 goals. That, 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 well, match, match against uh, local rivals PSV Oberhausen. They do take their soccer seriously, Tate. <laughs> <laughs> the score was 35 nil at halftime. So in some ways, they almost won the second half. They had a good half. second half. Yeah. <laughs> How? 43 goals he let in. Yeah, yeah. And then he was led away from, from for police. But the police took him away. Well, probably yeah. the, the striker sued him for breaking his foot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damages. <laughs> the, the coach has gone. Coach says, first he lets in 43 goals and then he gets taken away by the law. We're in the dark. The police won't tell mm. us what happened. Hopefully he'll be back for the next game. I'm not uh, sure that's the right thing. Hopefully he'll be back for the next game. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> It might be his last game. He might come back on the bench. (laughs) That sports update for ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre. 43 goals. Jay Friend joins us on Triple M. It's a rush hour. (laughs) This rush hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist. For fast craving relief, use only as directed. This is the rush hour on Triple M. You ever played in Port Moresby Goods? A couple of times, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went over there once uh, with the test side, then also went over there in the Super League for the Panthers. It was great. Great experience. Boys will love it. Watching it from the outside, uh, the passion that is there from Never the crowd. Never m- met more enthusiastic uh, fans, Tone, and they absolutely love their league over there, and uh, I'm sure these guys are going to have a great time and a, a real life-changing experience too. Yeah, it is. Uh, the PM's 13 taking on PNG, PM's 13. on Saturday in Port Moresby. One man who will be there is Jake Friend. He joins us now. G'day, mate. G'day, boys. How is Yeah, very well, thank you. Uh, are you pumped for this experience? Yeah, mate. I've um, I've been once before up there, but um, I never played in um, Moresby. We played up in Lay, so I'm um, looking forward to it. They love it up there, and you know the atmosphere is um, something that 
is, is very different to, to Australia. So, yeah, all the boys are really looking forward to it. Jake, obviously, uh, you know, you've been in great form now for, gee, a long time with the Roosters. You've got probably one of the best hookers of all time in front of you wearing the green and gold. So to get an opportunity, like and the Queensland jumper, so obviously frustrating in, in that regard. But to get an opportunity like this and to play with some different guys, uh, it, it must be... Uh, I guess uh, really honourable for you. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it is an honour. You know, it's um, it's a it's an Australian jersey and in a, uh, all the same. And um, it's just awesome to get into camp and play with you know the likes of the boys in these teams. We just had a training session then, and um, yeah, it's good to see how how different blokes prepare and and um, yeah, just even just see the things that they come up with at training. It's um, yeah, there's some there's some talent. So it's been awesome. It's, it's a quality team across the uh, the park there. Plenty to play for too, obviously looking for some fresh blood in that Australian side. There's a Four Nations coming up. You've got Mal Meninga at the helm. So that must be a, a good thing for you and the other guys. Yeah, mate. I think, um, you know, go up there and um, everyone in the team put their best foot forward and, and we can put a good performance. You know, there's uh, the Four Nations at the end of the year and then next year's the World Cup. So, um Everyone sort of yeah knows that, and, and they're looking forward to, to putting their best performance in on Saturday. When do you go over, and, and and obviously you guys go over there just to represent Australia, but also uh, you know to send out a, a really good message. And so, when do you guys go over there and and start to uh, spend some time in PNG? Uh, we uh, we head off in the morning, and um, so yeah, fly up there in the morning, and and then I think yeah we have a bit of a look around tomorrow, Arvo, and and then training on Friday. So. Um, yeah, so, so all the boys are sort of pumped to get up there, and you know, um, they, they love footy. It's a national sport, so it'll be uh, good to see the reaction from them, and you know, get out and and do what we can in the community. Jake, and obviously the important question is, given it's the the PM thirteen, has the Prime Minister been to training? Run you through a few of his moves, his favourite moves on the rugby league field. <laughs> no, mate, no, no special moves from him. He so. loves it. He, he just just. Three, he loves the runaround, Malcolm. Yeah. He, he really loves the He's dummy and the runaround. <laughs> so you get a couple of those around, in. Eh? Yeah, the, the, the ball up the jump is also very, very popular. So if you go any of those moves, obviously you'll get picked in. Hates the high up. ball. <laughs> Mate, uh, all the best. Enjoy the experience yep. and the game. Play well. Congratulations, Thank mate. Have a good game. Thanks, mate. Jake, Jake, friend. Remember, every time we talk uh, NRL, we do it for Totally Workwear right here on the Rush Hour. Triple M. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. This is the Rush Hour doing it for Nicorette Quick Mist. Uh, now, look, I'm, as you know, I'm obsessed by the swans. Mm. Uh, I want to introduce you, Ryan Girdle, to a man who you won't be able to relate to. Why is that? Uh, well, because he was named by in the AFL Players Association as the most courageous player this year, and I think last <laughs> year as well. Oh, gee, that's kind. Of most it. courageous player. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love your work too. Yeah. But just a word that doesn't, you know... I do, only because we, I don't think we have that award in the NRL. Right, otherwise it would have been on your wall. No, probably not. <laughs> he is Luke Parker. He joins us now. G'day, mate. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. All right, this is a huge game of footy uh, at the MCG on Friday night. How are you feeling uh, going into this game? It's been, uh, you know, you had the GWS... Well, it wasn't disaster, but the loss, and then yep. came back strong against the Crows. Now you face up to a team you have beaten convincingly this year. You feeling that confidence? Yeah, we, we do have confidence um, in our game plan and, and the style of uh, footy that, that we play at our best. And um, I think it came off, yeah, obviously the disappointing loss against GWS two weeks ago. 
Um, I had full confidence the boys were going to bounce back really well if, as we have the whole season, I guess, after after a loss. So um, to see how we came out against Adelaide gives me full confidence if we um, bring that and, and even, even more than um, hopefully we can put ourselves into a grand final. Well, they've got some tough decisions to make this week, Luke. Obviously, uh, the form and also with injury, uh, naming the side to meet you guys is going to be an interesting one. What do you think they'll do? Jimmy Bartell, well, he should be available and, and obviously you would expect him to play, but they've also uh, got young uh, Lockie Henderson who's, uh, well, he looks like he's going to be ready to go as well. What do you think they'll do? Yeah, not too sure. That's the thing. I think um, the, the the positive for them having, I guess, two weeks off in three weeks is uh, that they've got a lot of players to choose from and um, a lot of players are in good form. So I think they they'd, yeah, definitely play Jimmy Bartell from... Um, just the experience he has and um, stands up in big games and Lockie Henderson's another one who's played I guess key defence all year so whether he's uh, back or forward I'm not too sure but um, I'd, I'd probably just get yeah, similar to us they've got a few hard decisions to make but um, I'm sure they'll probably go with those too Alright let the secret out of the bag now Luke Parker you were training today at the SCG uh, <laughs> horse was there obviously having a quick look over the uh, the injured We don't well. go to Melbourne town do we? No they nah, won't no, no, they, they, they won't care they won't care uh, Gary Rowan could he run in a straight line could he go sideways Jared McVeigh obviously with a calf where's he Kurt Tippett the uh, the fractured uh, cheek or you know what's going on with him Callum Mills another hamstring he's probably not going to play any hints I can't give too much away, but um, no, nah, the, the boys were um, trained pretty pretty well today. So Gary Rowan um, did a fair bit of training with us. Um, so he's, I'd, I'd say he's right to go. Um, Millsy obviously, I think, got ruled out earlier on in the week, so he'll uh, he's done he's a fair bit of running. So I'm sure if hopefully we get through this game, he's a chance for next week. Um, and Tippo and Macca, I think Tippo's put his hand up, and, and Macca, I guess, they're waiting till later on in the week. See how he pulls up. He did a bit of running today, so. Um, yeah, bloke, blokes have played with that injury before, so um, hopefully he can get up for it. But if not, we'll um, hopefully give him another chance next week. Obviously, playing at the MCG at this time of year, it's uh, it's obviously a final and it's a neutral ground. They'll have, you'd think, more home fans there. But, gee, yep. it, it must it must be all about, you know, the finals when you get to play MCG in front of 80,000. What's it like this time of year to be involved in the series and, and to get to play at that stadium? It's yeah, it's a, it's a huge um, stage playing this time of year at um, yeah the the stadium that hosts the grand final. So um, you know that the Melbourne fans are, are nuts down there, and um, in front of a big crowd, it's going to be pretty loud, and um, the energy is going to be right up. But um, yeah, there's no no better place to be playing than um, than this time of year. I guess you'd, you'd rather be doing this than be on holidays already. So um, for us, we're going down there. Um, yeah, with with a a chance to go into a grand final, and um, I hope we hope we take it. Yeah, wouldn't be great if it was an mm. all Sydney grand final that the the public holiday they've got in Melbourne holiday with the <laughs> streets lined with people going, well, exactly. what the uh, hell? Two Sydney teams, <laughs> great. Uh, hey mate, all the best for Friday night. Have another good one. Lovely to talk to you. Yeah, good luck, thanks, Lee. boys. Cheers. This is the Rush Hour. Stick around. We've got a sports update for you right here on the Rush Hour. Triple M. Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Yeah, we're doing it for Nicorette, Australia's number one quit smoking brand. Use mm. only as directed. Now, if you are just tuning in right now, you want to listen to the full show, and why wouldn't you? Uh, or if you missed a Rush Hour from earlier in the week, oh, you it's can on sub- the podcast. Is it? Well, yeah. yeah it or is. subscribe. Subscribe to our catch up podcast.
Exactly. That was a guess. At the Rush Hour page at triplem.com.au. Time for this. Not just tiles and bathrooms. ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre. Your one-stop renovation shop. abltilecentre.com.au. Right now. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Live. Sports update. Jamal Idris is set to make his highly anticipated return to the game in 2017. And the Tigers are favourites to land his signature. Yeah, that would be great. Tiger CEO Justin Pascoe confirmed the Market Watch podcast that the club is in talks with his management to get Idris in an orange and black jersey next year. It would be good to see him running around again. Maybe he can play up. hooker. Maybe he could. Fresh off securing a lucrative endorsement deal with Nike. World number one Jason Day will chase more big bucks and one of the biggest winner's checks in world sport this weekend. Uh, with Along with fellow Aussie star Adam Scott. They'll play in the first round of the season-ending Tour Championship on Friday morning with both among the leading contenders for the golf's U.S. $10 million wow. FedEx Cup mm. win bonus. As That's the bonus. Play, yeah, as long as it's played below sea level, Tony, you'll be okay. <laughs> or if there's no mosquitoes around. Jason doesn't like mosquitoes. No. He doesn't like heights. No. He does like to win, though. He, he does. is a great player. 10 we love million Jason Day, bucks winning bonus. That sports update for ABL Tile and Bathroom. Setter Joel Kane will join us next. It's a rush hour. This rush hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Rush hour Triple M. Ryan Girdler, Tony Squire. Time for this. Tired of the same old you? Tired of being out of shape and out of luck with the opposite sex? Tired of being overweight and underattractive? Yeah! You need oh. Girdler's Dietary Tips. Oh, deep burn! <laughs> yes, keen, <laughs> keen oh, listeners. Deep burn! Oh, God! Keen listeners to uh, Saturday Triple M NRL oh. will recall yes. that uh, Ryan Girdler came up with this fantastic new diet I was mm. a bit sceptical about. Really? Just talk us quickly through it in the, in the minute we well, have Well, it's left. called the Girdler Primal Diet, Tone. It's yes. about, you know, going back to those days when we were hunters and gatherers. Yep. And we ate uh, when we were... Hungry, yeah. and we ate when well, we, we could find when stuff. we could find something, yeah. and we brought it back, and we were never full. We no. were always just a little bit hungry, mm-hmm. and you know it's good to be hungry. So that's what I go off. I'm always seventy percent full tone, thirty percent empty, and ready to eat. So do you order the full meal and just eat a portion of it, or you just order small meals? Depends how big the meal is, tone. Just don't fill yourself up. Just don't sit there at the end of it and feel like a slob. Well, I was so sceptical. Are, uh, are you on board? I, I've moved on to the uh, the Ryan Girdler Primal Diet. Really? Uh, yeah. I've decided, okay. You can eat I, anything, by the way. Just don't fill just up. Just don't fill up. And how do you feel? I feel so much you better. You look great. I'm Your feeling healthy. skin's clear. <laughs> Isn't it? Look at I you. I am working hard. Wow. It's brilliant. I am drinking like a fish though. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> that's where we have to leave you. Uh, thanks for your company. Catch up again soon. Bye for now. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed.